This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Ask again? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, no, no. I'll say it. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it on the podcast. I don't care. I just got back from a place where, uh, like, it, it's a massage place, but I, I, I didn't get massaged. I got stretched. Okay. With, like so, it. like, it, it's just a very large man manhandling my body. In, uh, in Your back got stretched. Back, uh, thighs, definitely the glutes. Nice. And uh, it, was, it was good. Oh, great. No, I have not been stretched. I've gotten massages before when my wife, like, sometimes, like, Massage Envy has a thing where she, like, yeah. she, like schedules me a massage, but I've never had the Bob Kraft treatment. <laughs> <laughs> this was not Bob Kraft. This was stretch. You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're lying on the table, and they're holding your ankles, and they're putting them behind your... Oh, wait, it was Bob Kraft. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That gives <laughs> off big-time rich guy vibes, by the way. Like... <laughs> Comedian, I, th- I feel like you've hit another level as like a comedian when you are now on days before shows getting not massaged but stretched. Yeah, I wish that was the case. I will tell you, it was forty dollars, so it wasn't like Ooh. a price point that's like ooh fancy day. No, you should just you, sh- you should have just let me roll with that. You should just been yeah, like, yeah. It, it was it was two hundred dollars. You should be like and- my manager set it up. I didn't even know. Yeah. I just showed up and yeah, I sh- I I showed up. I. I require no eye contact from the man stretching me. Uh, this is the Greg Cody show, by the way. If, if you stumbled upon this and you didn't read the description, you're probably like, what am I listening to right now? Greg Cody is sick. He's under the weather and uh, we're heading to Vegas this week. So I was like, dad, you need to sleep. Okay, I'll handle the podcast. So I text my buddy Brad Williams and here we are. We're going to turn these mics on and we're going to shit out a Greg Cody show. Well, I mean, it, it, I, I feel like Greg Cody is one that I, I feel like I can kind of AI a Greg Cody podcast. Yeah, okay? go ahead. You 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 just kind of talk aimlessly about yep. one topic. Uh, it has nothing to do with sports. So like right now, I'm looking at uh, foil to wrap food. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and then you, you just start talking. You start talking about foil and how. Uh, oh yeah, it it, it 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 keeps it warm. It keeps it cold. I don't know how it knows whether the food has to be warm or cold. Uh, Greg, Greg Cody yeah. just starts ranting about like old shit. Like, oh, back in my day, we did this with tinfoil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be a sign that you were crazy when you had a tinfoil hat. And then and then <laughs> uh, and then when you get bored, you just say uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. All right. That's good night, everyone. That's the Greg Cody right. show. <laughs> Greg Cody podcast. <laughs> where, awesome. where? By the way. Where's I, I was realizing like every comedian now has a like where's the Brad Williams podcast? Uh, where's where's the clip? Why don't I see you online when I'm scrolling and like you know oh there's there's his take on this thing like where, where's when's that happening? I am currently developing a podcast there we and go. Uh, uh, so it's coming out soon and I'm actually talking with your company so. Ooh. I, I, I did not do that. Like, this is not like a like I did not like know that. And I'm like, how can I bring this up naturally? Yeah, I hope that uh, I, I, I hope that it happens soon. I hope that it happens with your company. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Now I feel like I can't talk about it. I wanted to press questions and be like, is this a solo <laughs> thing? Like, are you going to do it with somebody? 
but now I yeah. feel like we probably shouldn't go into that anymore. No, because not because nothing is because uh, nothing is set in stone. But um, I used to have a podcast, but then uh, my daughter was born, and yeah. I was like, I'd like to see her at some point. Yeah, but. So then I stopped doing the podcast and then the pandemic hit and I'm like, mm. man, I should have kept that podcast because <laughs> I was not on the road and I was in that and I was just home. So that uh, uh, but I'm working on developing more things. I, I feel like as a comedian, it used to be you just had to be funny. As long as you were funny, you're good. Now you got to have a YouTube channel. You got to have a podcast, you got to have a social <laughs> media presence, you got to have a TikTok guy, you got to have a uh, uh maybe a sub stack yeah uh, uh and 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 then you have to know pablo torre that's <laughs> that that's how the whole thing works I, I feel like comedians that don't know pablo torre yeah uh, aren't are, aren't doing very well no shot yeah they have no shot <laughs> yeah i i just heard ronnie chang and all and uh dan soder is on there all the time uh Pablo did a much better interview with Ronnie Chang than you guys did. Oh, my God, dude. That's why when you first said that, I was like, oh, my God, my skin started crawling again. My skin started crawling as a comedian. I, I, I was listening to that podcast. It's like, oh, my God, they are how like it like maybe I could have done something because I because I get you guys and I know what you guys do. But Ronnie's just expecting an interview. And yeah. that's not what he got. <laughs> dude, Dan has a track record. It's hard of, to talk. Uh, you should feel honored that he hasn't like with like he with comedians. He can just be weird sometimes. I don't know what it is. You know, maybe it's something and I, I don't I don't find this to be true, but maybe but maybe to where because oftentimes when people interview comedians, uh, uh, a lot of morning radio guys, they feel like they have to be funny and they have to be funnier than the comedian because it's like, well, this is my show. I'm the funny guy. I can't let this guy come in and be funnier than me. And then they, they try to be funnier and it's just just eh, it it barely will almost never go well do you have any uh, horrible, like horrible stories from that shit yes so many okay <laughs> man more like morning radio as a comedian it's great i love doing it i actually enjoy getting up early and there's many morning radio show hosts across the country that are absolutely fantastic they're really good and you usually will get some material from it but then like i i remember this was literally like two years ago I don't want to call out the show, but it's a show in Dallas, Texas. And uh, I hopped on, and the first thing they do is like, all right, we got comedian Brad Williams <laughs> in here. Brad Williams, so you're a big star, big-time big time comedian. You were on the mind of Mencia. Tell me about that. And I'm just like, that was 17 <laughs> freaking years ago. And it, it's not like a... I, I was happy to be on it. It was like my first big gig, but like, it's not like I did Chappelle's show or some sort of cultural phenomena that you could go back and be like, man, comedy was this way. That show came along and then it completely changed the game. Like I was a bit part on a show where that whenever they needed a funny tag and a sketch, they would just bring out the dwarf in a costume. Like that's essentially what I was. And then he's like, oh, tell me about that. Tell me about the mind of me and see you. And I'm just like, I'm sure. Cause I've done nothing since then. It, Sorry. That's, God, that's so annoying. Like you, like just the guy, he's trying to be all schmarmy for his show. Like, Hey man, I'm so excited. I genuinely know everything. Like, and then it's just like, you know, right in that instant, this guy's not genuinely any kind of like fan of mine. He's totally pulling this shit out of his ass. Yes. And the thing is, is it's not difficult. You like take a, a, 
check it in the half. Just glance at the Wikipedia. Just glance, yeah. peruse, yeah. read it half a time. Or that, just that, be that, a human. Just be a human and talk. Like you don't have to be like, <laughs> I gotta have something here of like, you did this. Tell me about it. Like the tell me about it is just never a great interview question. Tell me about oh like I kind of just did a terrible one where it's like you got a good one of these stories, but it was just like I I knew when I asked you that, like you did have a ton of those. Yeah, but at least you got me. Hey, the, here there's uh uh there, there, there there's always the fun. So what can people expect at your show this weekend? Yeah, it's a comedy show. I'm gonna yeah. I'm I'm gonna talk into a microphone. You're gonna laugh. Yeah. Uh, that's how. Yeah. That's what to expect. I'm going to attempt to make you laugh. I don't know how to dress it up. Like, what could people expect? Like, I I don't know too many other. Like, uh, it, it's like, would you ask Bon Jovi? Like, like, hey, what could people expect from your concert? He's gonna play "Living on a Prayer," okay? Like, <laughs> he, like, like he, he's he's gonna do the hits. He'll do a couple of new ones. You'll go to the bathroom and get nachos during the new ones, and then you'll come back. And you'll hear "Wanted Dead or Alive." It's going to be a great time. <laughs> like, like I, I, I feel like the playbook is out there for comedians. You know what you're going to expect. There's going to be a stand-up comedy show. You know how comedy works, right? Yeah. I say something, you laugh. I say something, you hopefully laugh. Like that's that's always a question that re- that really gets me. It's just like what what can people expect from your show? Ugh, the worst. <laughs> you know, in Vegas and, this week, I I got to. Uh... In Vegas next week, I got to do opening night where, where both teams are like open, okay. available to the media. So I've been like going through the rosters and I'm like okay. trying to come up with like, all right, I want to ask this guy this ridiculous because, you know, I'm not going to do like, what do you think about the game? Like, I'm trying to find like a funny, like, I want to just get yeah. a clip. Like, basically, we're just going there to try to get social media stuff. So I want to get like good one minute interactions with these guys. And I'm like, do you, I, I want to, I'm potentially want to help have like a little writing yeah. session here. Yeah. What's your favorite Kadarius Tony meme? Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's, that's aggressive. It's a little aggressive. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Like I, I don't know if they're gonna be playful with me if I come if I start with Kadarius Tony. Like Blaine Probably Garrett. Not. Have you heard the Blaine Gabbert thing on our show? Like not terrible. Like Blaine Garrett. Blaine Gabbert. Not terrible. That's like a like he's basically when we call something Blaine Gabbert, we're calling it not terrible. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, so, uh, by the way, who's the backup quarterback in Kansas City? Does anyone know? Isn't it Blaine Gabbert? Is it? I don't that's even... a, dude. That's like that's a, <laughs> that's why I brought him up is because he's going to be just standing there with no one interviewing him. So I want to like go up to him. I want to have a some sort of interaction about like not terrible, right? Like at just be like, hey, Blaine Gabbert, not terrible, and then see what I, he says. I'm wondering if he'll be okay with you essentially telling him that your name has become synonymous with hey not bad yeah not bad like do like, you think like should i just like should i explain that to him beforehand or should i just go up to him <laughs> and get the moment of me being like blaine gabbert not terrible i don't know i got to i got to figure that part out uh uh yeah uh, it, it, i like to explain cuz either a he yes ands yeah. and he says something like yeah I, I think that sums me up you know every now and then when i'm when i'm with my wife and she she goes wow you really blame Gabbard at that yeah. I'm like cool <laughs> that, that, that's great I didn't oh my I didn't god screw it up so my, I just want you to say I I me and my wife mention you and like whenever I have a night like my wife says blame Gabbard not terrible <laughs> and blame then Gabbard. I'm I'm thinking I want to do Creed Humphrey is the center for the 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 Chiefs so what's your favorite Creed song 
<laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if you could have your name be another famous <laughs> band, like what's that's the- good. That's good. And then I have also like I want to basically because Jason Kelsey has become a star, and Creed Humphrey is better than him on pro football, and like yeah, he's number one ahead. And it's just like what's with Jason Kelsey getting all this attention? Like yeah, I was gonna be like, okay. do you have a brother that can date a famous pop star? Like do you? <laughs> can you? But like, but like, but like not. At the level of Taylor Swift or Beyonce, like you got to go, not even Olivia Rodrigo. Like, I think you got to go a few steps below that. Like, uh, I'm not, I I don't, I'm not too familiar with pop stars nowadays. I I probably call me back in like eight years because, because my daughter will be 10 and then I'll probably be right in the thick of it. Uh, but right now, um, don't really know. It's like I I know I know what a Dua Lipa is, but um, I can't identify her in a lineup. <laughs> I, I want to ask Rasheed Rice if you could change your name to another food item. <laughs> See, like we're really hard hitting stuff. Yeah, well, because but like those are fun now. Yeah, cause, because it's not quite the parody of Super Bowl media where it's like if you could be a kind of tree, what would you be? Like it's not right. that. Right. But you're tr- but you're trying to have fun with it. Um, you could ask Isaiah Pacheco. You know, it like it. You run angry. Do you do everything angry? Like like are, like are like do you do everything like you run? Like when you when you take a shit, are you just like right? Ah! Like, are, like are you just like getting? Do you in shit? There? Do you shit like you run? <laughs> that's a really aggressive question but i like it. i'm writing that one down yeah but no what i had for him though is to that point it's like synonymous now when you say isaiah pacheco when you're at a when you're watching with your friends and you're watching an isaiah pacheco game somebody in that room is gonna say he runs hard yes you know what i mean like it is just yes. like I, I was gonna like the, honestly the question i had written down for him is if you had a dollar for every time someone tells you you run hard how much money would you have <laughs> Yeah. And it's one of those like uh, there's this thing now that's kind of happening where people are identifying sort of football watching cliches and he runs hard is definitely like if we were playing Family Feud, it's definitely on the board Yeah, uh, because and it's also a dumb one because it's like, OK, what's the op- how do you run soft? Right. I, like, I don't know how you run soft playing football. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've heard you mention this one a few times. The uh, big third down right here. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that is that is definitely on the board of top phrases that are said. Uh, you just uh, you just honestly inspired another question. What if I like who's the running back in the league that runs the least hard? Like you're up at the top. <laughs> He's not going to obviously name one, but that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. Who? Yeah, who runs soft? Can you tell yeah. me any player who runs the softest? <laughs> who, if they were running at you, are you like, oh, cool? Th- this will be fun. There's got to be a funny name that I have, like some teams backup running back that like some teams backup yeah, running yeah. back that doesn't threaten anybody. That's just a funny name. Like I got to I got to yeah. look at depth charts. I got to go. I got to look. At <laughs> I want to ask uh, Chris Jones, who's one of like the most menacing men, like who calls yes. you? Who calls you Christopher? Ooh, that's a good question for him. I want to. I, like I want to know. Like, I want to know some like irrational fears he has. Like, he's that. He's menacing, but he's terrified of spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah now yeah. I'm getting back into more like standard hokey Super Bowl radio row questions, though, with that stuff. Yeah, it, 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 it's veering, but I think it's still it's still in the world of 
you guys, which is always funny. Uh, the, 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 you, you guys know what you're doing. You guys know that it's, you guys know your audience. So I think, I think those are solid. I think those are really great. Now, is is Kadarius Tony going to be there? That dude, I think I saw something. I might have got tricked by the internet, but that, that I think that he got like taken off their injury report and was like at practice today or something. Like they're letting him slide on all that internet stuff. Like I have to confirm right. that. It's pretty reckless of me just to say it on this podcast, but I think he's actually <laughs> he might play in the Super Bowl, which is crazy. That is because like just that whole his year is and then that whole thing where he was on the injury report and then he was what on instagram live or something saying i'm yeah. not injured and like and not and saying it not like he wasn't just like hey it's a misunderstanding he was like yo bleep them i'm not injured they're lying like yeah. it was like, it was aggressive yeah i i'm i'm fascinated by that story i want more into that story i look uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm seeing one day ago yeah, Kadarius Tony off Chiefs practice report. Okay. But he it says Hero faces uncertain playing time for big game, but that implies was back at practice a day ago. Like he, he like it's not like he was like dismissed from the team. What are, what are the DraftKings odds that he plays in the game? I like I don't know. Do you, do you think that might be a uh cuz you know how like Bill Belichick would like cut people like 2 days before the game? Like you think that might yeah. be a like a Bill Belichick moment where Andy Reid just calls him up to the ho- to the hotel suite. Yeah, Darius, we really appreciate all you've done. <laughs> Who? Are, uh, where are you leaning in that game? By the way, not to get totally sports so, nerdy with you. I am leaning, and uh, if you had the look at me, Louis Sounder, I would say get ready to play it. Okay. Uh, I would say I'm leaning towards the 49ers because uh, I can actually text. Christian McCaffrey and he texts back. Oh, so, so, so you're totally uh, biased. Yes. So that's <laughs> so that so that's a friend because and I'll tell this story. So I got to be friends with Christian because I used to do a gig every year where uh, the two teams that were in the Rose Bowl would 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 go to the Hollywood Improv uh, a few nights before the game and they would be they would have a meal for them and a bunch of comedians would do a show for them. It was notoriously one of the worst gigs because football players are just, they don't give a crap. They're not right. showing you any respect and they're 19, 18 year old kids that like they, they're not into comedy so much, but I, I took it every year cause I knew sports. Uh, and this is actually, I was trending one year for a joke I made about Jameis Winston uh, uh, to the Oregon ducks team. And that was that that was interesting. Uh, are we are we like not? Do you not want to tell it or uh, I'll tell it because yeah. you can just you you can go back and you can yeah. Google the joke anyway. So yeah. there's no point in me not telling it. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I said, of course, um, Jameis Winston is the is, is the is the quarterback for, for Florida State that you guys are going to be facing. Uh Based on his alleged actions, they should change the chant to "No means no." <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, that got that got on TMZ. That was fun. Was that, uh, is that a positive? Like, was that one of those things that that was a good thing for you, or did that? Uh, it depends on what part of the country you're in. Um, um, it, 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 I'm, I, I sell tickets in Oregon. I'll say that. <laughs> but, so I just. I, yeah, I wonder how viral that like like if that happens in today, 
You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. That was a different world then. So like when you say it went viral, was it just like a few people like the Internet kind of got it? But it was not the same as today. Right. If it was on TikTok and stuff. Correct. Uh, correct. So, uh, uh, yeah, that it'd be a different time na- uh, nowadays. And what what's funny is, is the joke got out. I think it was because uh, Mariota gave an interview where he talked about it. <laughs> no, wait, no, 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 ne- ne- never mind. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. Now, now, now I remember it. So the joke got out because at the end of the game, Oregon beats Florida State. There are several Duck players on the sideline saying, no, means no. Where'd you guys get that? Where'd you guys get that? Yes. And people said, where'd you get that? And they went, this comedian, Brad Williams, told a joke. And I'm just like, oh. That's awesome. So there was that. So I would do the gig like every year. And one year, uh, Stanford was in the Rose Bowl. So I got performed and uh, Christian McCaffrey was on the team. And I'm a lifelong diehard Broncos fan. So, of course, I know his dad, uh, Ed McCaffrey, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion with the Broncos, three-time overall. And so I would, I did a lot of jokes that night about Christian. He laughed. At some point, no, no BS, Chris Cody. Um, Christian McCaffrey went up on stage and did a freestyle rap and destroyed like what? destroyed the room like absolutely i've never seen anything like it and i was talking some of the players in the back i'm like are you guys cool with that and then the players on the team were like that dude can do absolutely anything and we're and we're supporting it so if you see christian mccaffrey i just I wrote it down. I just wrote it down. You can bring you you can bring up. I talked to Brad Williams and he and he said you once freestyle rap at the Hollywood Improv and got the whole team up behind you. Any freestyle rap right before the game? You want to hear anything? Dude, uh, I, I, can you freestyle for me? I got it right here. Yeah, cuz uh uh and he's just a badass man and then when he was on the Panthers, I was doing a gig uh in Charlotte and uh he came out to the show so yeah, uh, him and I are friends. He's a great, he's a great guy, and so I'm absolutely rooting for the 49ers this time. Oh man, because I have like, man, I I can't go into too much detail about this, but I'm in a pool okay. where it's the biggest. Like, I need to predict with the spread this Super Bowl. Where if I hit it, I'm like, I'm at a certain point in the pool where if I win this Super Bowl pick, I cash yeah. in this thing, and if I don't hit the Super Bowl, people will pass me. So. Mm. It's so much it's so much money that I'm going to hedge like I'm going to oh. like I'm telling you this will like if I hit on the upside of this, it's going to be like I'm going to be it's not life changing money. It's like thousands of dollars. We're talking thousands. I could almost I almost want to say tens of thousands of dollars. Like, so it, it's not to the point where if it hits, you just don't show up the next day no, to work. I'm going to show no up knows where you are. Okay. I'm going to show Everybody up knows where you are. There's a few scenarios where if I do hit, I might tie for second, might win it all. Like it, we have to see who picks what. So yeah. there's a chance there's if I get first all alone, which is a possibility. If everyone else picks the other way and I pick my wife has told me she's quitting her job. If we hit <laughs> like that, like I just want to give a ballpark of that. Like, that wow. like, well, all right. So, so what? So what has to hit for what has to hit? I haven't made my for, pick yet. I haven't made my okay. pick yet, so I don't know yet. But I'm le- I've been leaning Chiefs just from the go, yeah. and I genuinely like to just go with what my gut tells me. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I'm just like I just can't live with myself if I take Brock Purdy 
over Patrick Mahomes. Whereas <laughs> I can live with myself. Yes. If Brock Purdy just like outshines Patrick Mahomes. Yes. It, it's like when you're playing fantasy football and you have like Tyree kill against a bad defense. You it's go, like, I'm taking, I, I, I'm taking Tyree kill. And then if, if he has a dud day, yes. but then I'll sleep. Uh, okay. I can sleep fine. Yeah. But then one of your backup, like deep wide receivers that day happens to have a two, three touchdown day. You're like, you know what? No one would have done that. No, no one would have subbed out yeah. Tyree Hill for Marvin Mims yeah. of the Broncos. So I'm good. Yeah. Like, so that, so that's your thing with picking the Chiefs, where it's like, if Brock Purdy beats Mahomes, you're like, okay, I yes. pick Mahomes over right. Brock Purdy. Whereas my wife, if I take Brock Purdy and then Mahomes is up 20 nothing at the half, my wife's just going to be like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, but, I could not work anymore if you just hit this, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, and then I will say this. While I'm rooting for the 49ers, I, I read a stat this morning that I think uh, might influence your betting decision. Um, the, the team with the uh, – I'll get the stat wrong, but it's something like the team with the better record or the higher ranking going into the Super Bowl uh, is like one for the last 24 or something like that. Yeah. Did you Dude, read that stat as well? I, that, that stat is crazy. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't listening to it because we have a very special guest. Yeah, oh, I, I, got, I got distracted midway through that. Okay. But, uh, Roy Bellamy from Toronto at the NHL All-Star Weekend. Roy, can you hear me? Yeah, I am here. I'm currently walking from the hotel to Scotiabank Arena uh, for the skills competition tonight. Um, last night was the player draft and tomorrow is the All-Star game. And how, uh, how cold are we talking here, Roy? Uh, it is, I believe it's 34, 33 degrees. Oh, it's 33 degrees. All right. So how are Ryan, how are Reinhardt and Bob doing? They, uh, Bob is the only person right now in the skills competition. He's, uh, doing the one-on-ones, uh, the breakaways, uh, Sam Reinhardt will not be in the skills competition. Uh, so does that, but, um, I think, uh, I think they have a good chance to at least, Make the final the All Star game. They might not win. They might end up losing to uh, the Blutes. Well, the funny thing about all this, Roy, is is that this comes out Monday. This podcast, so it will all have already happened. So I need you to now, <laughs> I need you to now recap the NHL All Star Weekend before it's happened. Well, for us here, we uh, traveled throughout Toronto. We had an excellent time. We went on a food tour. Oh, uh, and we, yeah, we went on a distillery tour as well. So. You know, we wanted to go about town uh, in Toronto. We just we went to Fan Fest and we did all the activations, uh, similar to what we did at the uh, Hall of Fame, but in a much larger scope. There are a lot more, uh, yeah, a lot more activities there. Actually, similar to last year's All Star Game, the ones that we went to. So, uh, but instead of it being on a beach, uh, it's not outside because, as you know, it's in the low 30s. They uh, put in a convention center, so uh, it was. It was a nice time there. And, of course, uh, the draft. They made it through the draft. It was on time. It was an hour. They didn't go over. And, uh, you know, they did their thing. And who won the skills competition? Great. Thank, thank, thanks for that. You <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my bad. Okay. No, all right, fine. But what is the best bite of food you've had in Toronto so far? Oh, there was a secret, uh, what they call it, a secret food item. But uh, we actually recorded it for uh, the playback uh, on the big show. It was a food team dish. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it actually had avocado sauce, sour cream. It was kind of a fusion. 
of okay. Mexican and Canadian. Uh, and they had barilla in it, and it, it was it was really uh, really delicious. All right. Well, oh. that sounds that sounds bleeping delicious. World yeah. world famous cuisine, Mexican Canadian. <laughs> world famous. They do a lot of they do a lot of fusion up there, Brad. Uh, a lot, a lot of fusion. It's a very, very big melting pot. This town here in Toronto. So, yeah, the, the food, excellent here. All right, bro. We're gonna let you go, Brad. Do you have anything else for Roy before we let him go? Uh, Roy, uh, 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 how how are the Canadians reacting to seeing a black person? There are a lot of black people here. There are also a lot of Indian. There are a lot of minorities here in town, so they're kind of used to it. There's definitely a a nicer t- <laughs> nicer environment environment than it is south of the border. Okay. Fantastic! Go Toronto. Uh, hey, how about that? I'm, eh. I'm, I'm, I'm glad they surprised me, and that is that is wonderful. I stand corrected. Well done, Roy Bellow. Hey, well, you know I'm a nice guy, so they like. Me. <laughs> All right, Roy. We'll let you go. Thank you for popping in. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> I, I love you too, Chris. Oh wow! Oh. That is... I, well, somebody finally had to do it to you. I might. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I was there. <laughs> well, uh, should have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm removing him. Get out of okay. here. All right. We'll be back after this. Hey guys, before we get back to Brad Williams, let me talk to you about Sheets and Giggles. Guys, it's Valentine's Day and nobody loves love like Sheets and Giggles. Colin over there, he just texted me. They got a special deal for you guys this Valentine's Day with the code threesome. That's right. I've always wanted a threesome and now you, me, and Sheets and Giggles can have one together. It's you, it's me, it's Colin from Sheets and Giggles and we are having a threesome. You go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code threesome. T-H-R-E-E-S-O-M-E, threesome. That will get you two items completely free when you purchase a mattress. If you get a mattress at SheetsGiggles.com, and I'm telling you guys, it is a game-changing mattress. I I sleep on one every night. I love the Sheets and Giggles mattress so much, I am bringing it with me to Vegas. That's right. I am flying. I am checking a Sheets and Giggles mattress. I am going to bring it, put it in my hotel room in Vegas because it is such a gosh darn great mattress. It is soft. It is firm. It is cooling. It keeps me warm. It does everything. I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I get back, my bed's not warm. You know, you get that weird warm feeling of like, oh, I've been in this bed all night. No, it's already cool again. It's that perfect temperature. It's always soft, it's always perfect. And you get any two free items, completely free, on the Sheets and Giggles website if you purchase a mattress. Go sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code threesome for two free items when you purchase a mattress. Go now, guys. And we're back. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So tell me that stat again, because I really wanted so, to hear. Uh, I should have taken that time to actually look up the stat, so I got it right. I did not. I'm a, la- I'm a lazy journalist. It's fine. Say uh, it wrong again. Because I'm not a journalist. But it was something along the lines of the higher-ranked uh, team going into the Super Bowl. It has one win in the last 25 Super Bowls. So it's like, uh, which doesn't sound right to me. But um, that, that, that that I heard that stat. So, wow, I'm, okay. I'm really I regret asking you to repeat it. If I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, I I saw one crazy. There's so many stats around this Super Bowl game. Like I saw one stat earlier that was basically like whenever a Super Bowl happens, when one team is traveling west and one team is traveling east, the team traveling east has won seven times in a row. It's like shit. So the 49ers are gonna like. 
There's no way there could be actual correlation there. Like, like no, you know what I mean? Like you'll find it's like right, like so. Right now, the logo, uh, uh, uh the logo, yeah, the purple and red logo predicting the teams in the Super Bowl that was debunked this year. But they'll find another stat. They'll yeah. find another parrot that has chosen the right the the winner of the last ten Super Bowls. They'll find a, you know, they'll find oh the 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 team that has. Uh, the team meal uh, before the game and the theme of their meal is the closest to the equator. They've won the last 30 Super Bowls. It's like, we'll find a stat. You can yeah. find a stat for anything. So to recap what we were talking about before Roy joined, if if the Chiefs cover in this Super Bowl, just know that there's a chance my wife is quitting her job. Uh, That's going to be a damn good day. <laughs> yeah. I'm really, it's, I'm really nervous about it because it's like, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm going to hedge, so it's going to be profitable either way. But I want that. Yeah, because that because usually when you gamble, if you're gambling responsibly, which we encourage all people to do, yeah, uh, it's like all right, you win a couple of bucks, right? Maybe maybe you win a steak dinner. Okay, it's nothing that's going to really feel. You're going to feel it, right? Yeah, but this one sounds like you're going to feel it. This one, uh, yes, yes. Oh snap! Like okay. we're like well, we're. I'm talking. We're looking at all inclusives in March. Like, where are we? Like, <laughs> all right. Well, I, we're, like, I, I love, I love how I say that. Like we were planning a trip in March either way, but we're not <laughs> booking it until after this. Cause we don't know if there's a little, maybe extra funds that are available. To... You gotta, you gotta upgrade the room and some experiences. Yeah. So Zagaki, I want you based on that alone to pick the chiefs that way. If the Niners win, I'm happy because my friend wins the Super Bowl. And if the Chiefs win, I'm yeah. happy because uh, I'll never talk to my other friend again because he'll be a will be a rich. Yeah, uh, it's not that you'll hear for you you'll hear from me. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So it, so I would advise you picking the Chiefs for that for purely selfish reasons. Yeah. Just so no matter who wins, I can be somewhat happy and I yeah. and I can find a silver lining to anything like that. Um, my dad gets like uh, very stressed out if at some point in this podcast we don't talk about like local sports for at least a minute. So okay. I'm going to give you two options. Do you want to talk about Tua struggling in the skills competition and me genuinely thinking that that's a concerning thing for his future with the Dolphins <laughs> or Vic Fangio uh, just leaving the Dolphins, which sounds like a really boring topic, actually. It, it, it is a boring topic. And as a Broncos fan, we had him as a head coach. That didn't work out too well for us. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go to in the skills competition. It like I get it. You guys micromanage everything Tua does. You hyperanalyze. I swear, like if if Tua was spotted at some restaurant, you guys would sit down and be like, "Well, what is this going to do for his diet? Is he is is he is he hydrated? Is he is Dude, he that? How's his blood sugar level?" If I saw Tua at a restaurant and there were booths available, and he sat at a regular table, I would be yeah. like, "He's not thinking clearly." <laughs> I would be like, he's still there's still something here. Why is he not sitting at that booth? Yes, exactly. If croquetes are on the menu and he's not ordering them, what 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 is wrong with him? Yeah. Uh, that 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 is I probably pronounced that wrong, so yeah. I apologize yeah. in advance. I'm very white. I'm not yeah. from there. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, so I, it's no big deal that he messed up the skills competition. It's fine. The home run derby never determines who the absolute best home run hitter in the league is that year. So yeah. it's it's good. Like, the, but it, dude, it, but that's his thing. 
to accurate. Like he can't move. He's not a mobile quarterback. Like he's the Drew Brees of this era. He's the guy that's like, I can put it right there. I could, I could put this through that pencil hole from, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, and then in the thing, he's just like aloof, not caring and just missing stuff. I don't know, man. It was just one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to, obviously I'm half kidding with like thinking negatively, but he had a chance there to really shine and be like, okay, here's what, okay. Maybe I can't run, but I can put this ball wherever you need it. And he just, he looked, he looked like Gardner Minshew out there. <laughs> oh, Gardner Minshew catching a stray. Uh, I, I would say uh, that the guy got you to the playoffs, not a win, but the guy got you to the playoffs uh, for, for, for the first time in, uh, forever, uh, uh, not to quote Frozen, uh, but <laughs> in the first time in forever, um, uh, your team has mattered. Your team has been relevant. There's been excitement around your team. Hey, man, baby steps. Yeah. Okay, baby steps. Yeah. Right now, we're in the midst of getting from. We're essentially going from uh one dynasty to another dynasty in the AFC. You're going from the Patriots to the Chiefs. Yeah. And it's very frustrating as a fan of another team in the AFC. You, your, your team is in the AFC because it's like, can we just get a couple of years? Yeah. A couple of years. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Broncos won the Super Bowl in 2015, obviously, that we all remember that. Uh, so uh, I'm doing just fine with my fandom. But, yeah, like it's, it, 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 it is frustrating to go like right from Jordan to LeBron where it's like, okay, so does no one else? No one else gets to go. Got it. All right. Like it, it, it is a little frustrating that way. Yeti, I'm going to want that parody, a Dolphins parody. That's to the theme of since first time in forever, whatever the Frozen song. I need that parody like saying about Dolphins fans in pain. That, like, I, that, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. For the first time in forever, your, your, your fandom has mattered. People can name uh, players on your team other than players that played in the in in the nineties and nineteen seventy two. Like it's an exciting team. Uh, uh, so I think you guys just kind of just kind of have to look at it that way and say, all right, you guys are taking steps in the right direction. Uh, have Have you guys hired a new defensive coordinator yet? No, no. We're we've interviewed like I saw we interviewed uh, Brandon Staley. Uh, Leslie Frazier. We almost interviewed Chris Shula, but then he got hired as the Rams DC. Yep. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, if you if you hire Frazier or if you hire Staley, those are obviously good enough. Or Mike Vrabel's a name that I've heard, but I bet I could see him taking a year off and trying to just be another head coach. But like Vrabel's another name that's popped up since he didn't get the head coaching jobs. That would be fun. Like he he seems like he'd be a fit. Uh, yeah, I I think that'd be great for you guys. Uh, uh, but I don't know. Like once you're a head coach, I don't know if you always want to stay head coach. Now, because Bill Belichick, the great one of the greatest head coaches of all time, how's this hypothetical? That would be a DC. Did you imagine? To me, that's like hiring Tim Tebow as your as your backup quarterback. Like the first loss of the year, everyone goes to Belichick coach the team. Like yeah. that's that that's just what everyone would do. But uh. And then if he does that, he can't catch Shula with the wins record. Yeah, no, so, dude, that, I mean, I know that, you're kind of, you're half kidding, but if there's any coach that's never going to be a coordinator, I think it's that one. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, that'd be fun. I I, I, I think we're pretty safe, but I just imagine him like, ah, I'll just do a coordinator thing. That's that's not that much stress, so I'm good. 
What are you, where are you uh, Super Bowl weekend this weekend? Uh, uh, Super Bowl weekend. I will have just done shows in Bakersfield, California. Jealous. And uh, in Los Angeles, California. So I will be home. I'm trying to figure out the party situation. I feel like as a comedian, there's I, I can't go to a Super Bowl party with civilians. I cannot do that. Not I have to go with other comedians because I have to be able to make jokes during the game when there's when there's a stupid commercial. I have to be able to say that was a stupid commercial yeah. and make yeah. fun uh, when it's the halftime show. I have to be able to do what I do for the halftime show. Every time they cut away to Taylor Swift, I have to make a joke. I can't be at a Super Bowl party if like I say something and then the whole party just turns to me and goes, oh, my God. Like, I can't do that. But, I dude, can't. it's so hard to find the perfect balance of a Super Bowl party. It's like the perfect is you have eight people sitting around a TV, right? Because if you have 15 people, there's so much noise that you can't hear the commercials. And yeah, then it's the like, hear the game. it's like, dude, am I, are we talking? Like, it's just such a weird balance because you're right. You want to find the perfect where it's like everyone's got a seat. There's not a lot of extra noise. It's like. It's it's so hard because like you want to invite all your friends, but then it's like that's too many people. It's 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 yeah. really it's almost impossible to have the perfect like something's right. always going to like either it's you're all focused on the commercials or there's great food or there's too many people like there's always something a little off with a Super Bowl party. There has to be that balance of you need people that are into football that are going to pay attention to the game, but not the guy that's mortgaged his house on bets or me yeah so i won't be watching you that this this yes and so you don't want cody at your party because not this year not this year not this year you 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 need to be like in a bunker i'm gonna be like living and dying with every snap yeah you don't but see you 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 don't want that guy at your party you don't want the person that has never watched football uh, and is asking questions every two seconds um, it, you know, there's that perfect balance of, and, and it's hard to achieve. It's very, it's very hard to achieve. I, but I think you're right. I think eight or nine is like a good number. And yeah. then hopefully everyone there is cool. You can talk, you can crack jokes, but you also kind of pay attention. Like if a commercial pops up and it's obvious that it's going to suck. All right, let's talk over that. But if a commercial pops up and it's like, Oh, it's Larry David walking down the street. Hold on. Let's see where this goes. Like, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone kind of shuts up and it's like, well, this could be something interesting. So, yeah, like you don't want the premature the premature evaluator of a commercial either. We're midway through. I'm still I'm still on the roller coaster ride of this commercial. And you're like, this one sucks this year. It's like, don't yeah. you dare cut off this Budweiser commercial too early, okay? <laughs> this thing, they're you don't think they're going to bring it home? They're Budweiser, okay? Give them a chance. This is, the, the, like, I, I almost said the idiotic comment of, this is Budweiser Super Bowl. And it's like, yeah, of course. It, <laughs> it's the actual Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. Like, usually when you're saying about something, that's their Super Bowl, it isn't. And wow, with yes. Budweiser, it is. Wow. It is. It is the actual Super Bowl. Awesome. So yeah, it, it, yeah, achieving that right balance. Also, Super Bowl food very important because yes, wings are great. Wings are wonderful, but you want really saucy wings with a lot of people. Now you, there, there's a lot of napkins. Mm-hmm. There's that problem. There's people wiping their hands on your couch. You don't want that. So it's like 
But then if you get a dry rub, it can't like be crusted to where it's going to be falling off. It's very, it's, it's very tricky. It's, it's not, it's not just very tricky. It's impossible. I'll say it. It is impossible to have a party, a Super Bowl party where every element is a 10. There's always going to be one thing. It's like, there's too many people here. I can't hear the commercials or it's going to be, there's not enough chairs here. Or it's like this dip. That's all we have for 12 people is this little sad yeah. onion dip. I will say this one time I was the star of a Super Bowl party, not because I was cracking jokes, not because of my hilarious wit, but because I brought a side dish that absolutely killed it. And, and the, the, the bowl was empty at the end of the night. Love it. Gummy bears. Oh, wow. Gummy that's, bears. That's a curveball. I was not expecting that. Exactly. Cause no one thinks about dessert. You're always thinking about, you know, the, the snacks and the crudite and the wings and the pizza and the hot dog and the burgers, yeah. but like, Everyone's doing those. It's usually just that sad box of like cookies that like from Publix or yeah. something. It's like that sad yeah. tin that you just open. It's like, no, I don't want that. No, you bring gummy bears. Uh, and now weed gummies. If you no. really want to have some fun, if you really <laughs> want to. If you, you have if, two bowls, you have two bowls. Yeah. <laughs> you have two, you have two bowls. You do the little, yeah. <laughs> You little thing right there. You say, all right, kids. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You take a handful (laughs) and you just let the lazy river take you wherever it takes you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 I I would say that would make your game of Super Bowl squares that much more exciting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. There's always the one guy that is doing Super Bowl squares. That is way too into Super Bowl. I don't need to know the update every time someone scores, buddy. Okay, if you right. get to within one minute of the quarter, tell me if you got it. I don't need when it's seven nothing in the first play of the game. Like you're not. It's not going to end the first quarter seven nothing, buddy. Like I get it. I mean, seven and zero is a great number to have, but yeah, it's like okay, right now, if the quarter ends right now, oh Andrea, yeah, Andrea's got it, and it's like no, that was all right. That was the it. It was the Bears, and it was Devin Hester returning the kickoff for a touchdown. There's time left. This is going to change. Super Bowl parties would be a better place if every single time someone said, if the quarter ends now, you punch them right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) The quarter ends right now. Oh, man. I mean, so when now, if you're setting up a Super Bowl drinking game, um, obviously some of the things you can do this year, every time they show Taylor Swift, you know, uh, or, you know, you take a drink. Don't put that on your board. If you do, it's not going to be a fun party. I made the mistake one year. It was uh, uh, when the Rams won the Super Bowl, uh, and it was great, uh, greatest show on turf, Kurt Warner. Um, I made the mistake of being like, okay, every time they show Kurt Warner's wife, take a drink. Every time Kurt Warner praises Jesus, oh, yeah. take a drink. Every time Hammered. they mentioned that every time they mentioned that Kurt Warner was a bag boy at a at, at a grocery store, take a drink. We were smashed by the end of that game. But like just beyond. And then they win and then they win the Super Bowl. They hand the trophy to Kurt Warner. And the first thing he does is goes, Thank you, Jesus. And we're like, oh no, oh no, oh no. So yes, choose your Super Bowl drinking games very carefully. Oh. Very carefully. Brad Williams, this was a lot of fun. What can you promote on the way out here? Your new special is hilarious. Uh, I've watched the entire thing. Where can the people find that bad boy? You did watch it. Thank you. So 
it, it's called Starfish. It's on the website or app Veeps, V-E-E-P-S dot com. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a great concert app. You can watch concerts by like Alicia Keys, Imagine Dragons, 1975. But they also they have comedy specials on there. You don't have to subscribe. You're not paying a monthly fee. You just go on there, pick what you want, and you can watch it. And uh, so that's what the special is. But then I've got a, a, a tour um, over 70 dates in 2024. Go to bradwilliamscomedy.com. See where I'm coming to. And uh, come on out and uh, come see a live show. Will Chris finally get on stage in 2024? Ooh, what's the over-under, DraftKings? Every time I'm in South Florida, I have said, you can, you, I, I demand that you open for me. I mean, uh, I, uh, you realize that on my vision board of life, like five years from now, you're doing like arenas. And I'm like, yeah. open, I'm like your first open. You have like three people. Like, oh, obviously, wow. like you, have, you have like three people before you. So I'm like the first okay. one, like even at okay. that point in five years, I'm still just that first one for you. But okay, that, that's what I that's what I see. I see that that's happening. That'd be that'd be a, that'd be a great place to be, my friend. That would be, <laughs> I, I, I hope all that comes through because that means I'm playing arenas. That is great. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, that'd be good. Uh, uh, How much would yeah. that like like in that scenario? Like you probably yeah. you probably in, being in the business know how much. Like, how much does, like, a Louis C.K., if for, like, one night at Madison Square Garden, like, how much is that in their bank account? Or is that a dangerous, you don't want to, like, say that, or, like, I'm not. It's okay. I'll I'll throw it out there. We don't need uh, to put Louis C.K., anyone's name on it. I'm just saying, in general, yeah. I guess that's, I'm getting too much in your wallet. I, that's These are personal it's okay. questions. okay, no. Yeah, I'm if just curious. I'm not playing an arena right now. Right. I haven't played an arena, so this, right. it, this, this isn't a peek behind, you know, into my yeah. finances. Um, uh, with a comedian, depending on your set, but also you got to remember comedians are just one person. It's not like a band where you got to split it four right. or five different ways. Not a lot of roadies when yeah. comedians are going on the road. So a lot of it's just going to the one guy. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're getting really close to six figures for one night. Oh, nice. So what, yeah. what would like the, like the Chris in that scenario where you're the headliner there, what's the, what's that first guy getting? Uh, it, it, so I've been that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I've been the opening act for, uh, I was, op- I, I mean, yeah, I've been the opening act for a couple of different comics at those arena shows. And yeah, there's a comma. Okay. A, hey, we're, hey a, dude, we could do that. We could, Hey, that's it. There's a comma. That's, that's, so, that's, that's plenty. That's plenty. Yeah. 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 So, there, yeah, so uh, uh, I would say that, uh, uh, yeah, that's something you could absolutely do. And uh, especially if this Super Bowl bet hits for you, you can just be like, cool, let's yeah. focus on some comedy. Yeah, Dan, I'm out of here. I got to be a comedian. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right, dude, let's uh, we're, we've run long. This went quick. This went quick. This was fun, dude. Appreciate you. Pre- uh, appreciate you asking me. Um, you know, if Greg wants to stay sick and I can just keep co-hosting, that's fine. So if uh, uh, Greg's immune system, stand down. I mean, I feel like we flowed here. I mean, when you're in these talks with Metal Arc, <laughs> if you're looking for a, a producer or a co-host, like I'm out here. I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Dude, mm-hmm. we'll talk. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Hey, let's do dad jokes, huh? Greg, I thought you were sick and that I was driving back from Birmingham, so we weren't going to be on this episode. Uh, you know, it's a miracle cure. <laughs> What's a miracle cure? Dad jokes. <laughs> laughter? Is, is laughter the best medicine? Is that what you're saying here? <laughs> yes, it is. Apparently it is. Number three. What insect 
always signs up for the marching band. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, <laughs> a horn at. Ah. Number two. It. What do you call a poodle that's always wet? A wet poodle. A puddle. A p- <laughs> wow, that actually got a laugh out of you. <laughs> yeah, how about that? A rarity. Number one. What did the snake name his daughter? Um, I don't. I don't know, Greg. Anaconda. Okay. I mean, I didn't get a laugh, but I get it. That's it's all right. It's all okay. right. Okay. We probably, about three we, pro- we probably just made the episode worse by, by putting this in, but you know, that's what we're eh. here for, right? Hey, you know, you roll the dice. Three facts, Jack. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Number three, a tightrope walker is formerly known as a funambulist. Funambulist. Yeah, because because they take one step the wrong way and they're riding they're riding in a fun ambulance. Yeah, it could be. There's my dad joke. <laughs> Number two. Didn't get a laugh out of Greg. A small bunch of sweet scented flowers is called a nosegay. <laughs> that's that's funnier than your dad jokes. <laughs> okay. That I'm, I'm not lying. Did you look up the etymology of that? I did not. Number one. The ten gallon hat of cowboy and western lore actually holds only three quarters of one gallon of liquid. <laughs> so it's a misnomer. A liar. Well, I mean, look, everything's bigger in Texas, right? That's true, including the lies, apparently. All right, so looking up the etymology, Greg, on, on nosegay, that small bouquet of flowers is just something that, that brings joy and merriment uh, to your nose. That's It's okay. literally just that. These, this little thing of flowers smells so good that it brings joy to your nose. There you go. Have a nose gay day, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you in Vegas, Greg. All right. See you there. And hopefully we'll see every one of you, audience. How mad is Chris going to be that we that we punch these in without him knowing? Um, not as mad as I'd like him to be. 